Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Captain Mickey has been guiding the Texas Gulf Coast waters for over 30 years and has won numerous national and local tournaments. Now, here's your host, Captain Mickey. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show, hour number two. I'm Captain Mickey Eastman. Producing this morning is Jake. And let's run over to Venice, Louisiana and check in with Captain Mike Jeffcoat. Good morning, Mike. What's up? Oh, nothing much, Mickey. How are you this morning? Oh, man, I'm good. I'm kicking. It's all good. Frustrated with all this baseball. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was the most stupidest game I seen yesterday. Well, it was the longest day of the year, and it turned out to be the longest game of the year. I mean, wow! I mean, by the bottom of the third, I think there was already over a hundred and fifty pitches thrown by both teams. Yeah, that was crazy. That didn't look like the Christian Javier I've been watching forever. No, it hadn't. I don't know what they're in. You know. Didn't TCU lose? So did TCU I lose? I didn't. I didn't check on none of that. I think it wound up two one. LSU still alive? Yeah, they won. So, yeah. I don't know. And they got their ace on the. They got their what? Today. They got their ace pitcher on the mound today, and it lost. I don't think he yeah. lost the game. So, but other than that, no. Um, I come home yesterday. And, Did you? Yep. Uh, needed a few days off. Needed to do a few things. So. Well, it's good weather to take a few days off. Take the summer off. Oh, it's, <laughs> it's been hot, hasn't it? Hot. <laughs> Not well over there, it hadn't. But, I mean, we've had that 25, 30-mile-an-hour wind every day, too, though. Yeah. But, uh, y'all get them storms last night that we got here? They split me. They went east and west of me. It uh, got there by the bay and just, uh, man, it barely wet wet the decks down. Um, just a trace of rain. But I had some pretty good wind and a lot of lightning all around me, enough to keep my dog all uproared. Yep. It was. Uh, it got pretty hairy around here. We didn't get much rain out of it. And it kind of split coming over us. Mm-hmm. I hope that stuff went on over to Venice because we are burnt up over there. Which y'all burn up here, it looks like. Yeah, it's been a, been a little hot and dry. Doesn't, 
Hey, when you got a week of hundred degree temperatures, it doesn't take long to burn everything up. Oh, well, I know. That's what it's I crazy. drove up yesterday. Called Darlene. And I said, "Hey, you watered them up pepper plants? Cause they're pretty droopy." She said, "Well, <laughs> I watered them day before yesterday. I said, you got to water them every day right now." Yeah, well, this kind of heat. Yeah, you got to put some water to them, buddy. Yep. But now the fishing is, man, it's. I hope they don't close that flounder season this year. We need to thin them out a little bit, I think. <laughs> Taking over. It, it is crazy. Honestly, so y'all are still catching a lot of flounder this time of year. That's crazy. I can go catch a limit every day. I mean, it's just, you know, I've been starting out um, going top water on some trout every morning, and you catch seven, eight of them, miss seven, eight of them. They're just not thick, you know, and yeah, because it's a much clean water. Because I caught one within 100 yards of the river flounder fishing i'm going hmm something ain't i'm not i'm not reading my trout right right now something's out of whack (laughs) something's out of whack with them (laughs) you know we can't get outside fish except first thing in the morning on the east side you know there's some places you can hit but by 10 o'clock you know it's blowing i don't want to tell you what sunday we had sustained 30 mile hour wind it's just unreal but, I mean, I, there's not any place I stop I can't catch with at least one flounder. And uh, kind of interfering with my redfish. But them redfish are so scattered out. You know, I pulled up on a spot, and I told the guy, I said, man, I've caught more redfish right here than I've caught anywhere down here, probably keeper fish. A little point, two bayou split, and a real sharp point, deep point on it. And I said... We pulled up there, caught two flounders on it. Next day, I pulled by, and he said, you going to hit that again? I said, yeah. He said, well, at least we might catch flounder on it. I pulled up there, and we caught seven redfish as fast as you could go in there. I said, well, here, they showed up. That was only seven there, though. <laughs> so, but now there's some of that deep stuff that's got real good bottom on it. I mean, they have some giant. I had two over four one day. Man. Doormats. Yeah. And when them, when, I love that bite on them bigger flounder. Yeah. yeah. Very different from a small flounder to a bigger flounder. So, um, snapper fishing, <laughs> it's good if you could get to them. You know, that's the only thing most of the big framings and stuff that I've been doing, you know, they go out there and take a beat and just go catch some snapper. I don't know if they're charging less for that or what, but it'd be hard to swallow to go catch an apple for what they charge. Boy, no joke. So, but, uh, then I saw that deal on that blue marlin deal over Yeah, where they had that 618 or whatever it was, and it was they announced them winners and everything, and then they DQ'd them because it was a mutilated fish. Had a shark bite on it or something. I can't believe that you can't. Know the difference between mutilation of which a person might have done versus what a predator shark done. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That was a million dollar payout too, wasn't it? Uh, with the bonus and everything being the first fish over six hundred and the purse, it would have been three point something million. Three point something million. 
Yeah. Rusty said he saw video of it. Said it nearly come to blows. Well, I can imagine so. Three million, nearly four million dollars. Yeah, I think I'd probably uh, be a little upset too. But it, you know, it depends on. I, I don't know where those billfish have billfish tournaments have a, a written set of rules. You know, and uh, if it does stipulate in the rules, you know, no frozen or mutilated fish. IFGA is involved. I know IGFA has, you know, a no mutilated fish clause in there. You know, you can't, uh, you know, weigh a fish in for a record if it's been altered. Right. Right. From a predator or however. And, but that just, uh, just depends on the rules. Ain't gonna be some lawsuits anyway. It goes. Probably will be. I mean, what in the lawsuit nowadays? I mean, yeah. You know, look at Hunter Biden. <laughs> Boy, let's don't go there. Good Lord. Yeah. Hmm. But I don't know. No, that was uh, that was a tough pill to swallow for those guys. I think all the other fish were below five hundred pounds. They were in the fours. You know, the right. next three places were. 480, 490, or whatever. Anyhow, that was a tough one. That was tough. Yeah. And from the picture, I saw it wasn't that big a bite. No, it wasn't very visible in what I was looking at, you know, on my Where phone. I? <laughs> I was in a tournament one time, and uh, I had a legitimate double-digit fish on on a Super Spook, chrome and blue. And a bull shark bit him off, you know, behind the shoulders. And uh, right. just the head and the, about four inches of shoulders weighed six and a half pounds. Wow. <laughs> I needed that fish. That yes, would have kind of put me over the top. <laughs> yeah. That hurt. Well, I, I mean, you know, I, I catch a lot of redfish, and they've got a lot of redfish, and I've seen I've seen where a shark has bit one in the back, all the way to his back, his main bone, mm-hmm. and he'll back up. You know, and he's just going on vibrate. I've seen them with half the bottom of their tail bit off. Right. I caught one like that not long ago. Weird looking, and he thought weird, too. I said, there's something wrong with that fish. We got him in the boat, and I said, well, he ain't got a half tail. Have you ever caught a nubber before? A what? A nubber is what I call them, oh, like yeah, a where, small yeah. trout where the the whole tail's bitten off and it just grows a nub there. It looks like somebody's hands cut off and it's just the wrist right, right there. Yep. I said, yep. how can that fish swim that good without a tail? <laughs> uh, remarkable. Well, but they'll heal over. Absolutely. It's amazing. Them redfish. I mean, I've seen so many different things on redfish and some redfish. I, I saw one. one swimming around in a pond over there, not far from you. I was down around Empire. And uh, <laughs> I said, man, what's in that fish over there? And somebody had shot one with a bow, and that redfish right. swimming around that pond with an arrow through him. <laughs> I yep. said, look at that. Crazy. I caught one off one of them little short wheels, trout fishing one day. It was a baby bull, probably 30 inches, and it had a rubber O-ring that he'd swim through, and it was behind his gill plates. Yep. 
still kicking. I caught a trout like that one time that grew around a piece of PVC pipe. You know how people will build piers and they'll cut it off, mm-hmm. you know, when they're running their water lines and it fell in the water. And I guess when he was a little bitty trout, he swam through that and it went past his gills and then connected to his shoulders there, and he just grew around it. It was the weirdest, most deformed-looking fish I've ever seen. He had a collar on him, like a yeah, dog. Well, that, like, <laughs> collar on Things Mother Matrix can throw at you. Oh, yeah. Things we put in the water. Yep. You know, it's like Rusty. He's got a three-legged buck up there at Madisonville. And uh, been seeing him four or five years now. And he don't, he, and he's in velvet. We had one yeah. place we hunted up there on that Trinity River bottom when I was a big old kid, little Trinity. That was the most remarkable place I ever saw to this day. I mean, this rancher had it going on back then. And uh, he had a big lake on that place that we got to go fish summertime and uh, he had a deer on that place that stayed in velvet year round really that's yep. crazy crazy i mean he never dropped his own and we don't know rusty ain't, he don't run his cameras year round up there so we don't know if that deer keeps his owens or not neither so huh I told him another time, i said you need to keep camera on that and see if that deer's dropping his own but that deer up there in Trinity when I was a kid, I know mm-hmm. four or five years that we hunted and fished that place, that, uh, that deer never lost its own 10.2. Amazing. You think over the years he had something, you know, and I ain't never asked a biologist about that. I need to ask somebody about that. Yeah. Well, I get a chance, I'll, I'll uh, try Good. to remember that. All right, Mike. Well, I got to roll out of here, buddy. If somebody wants to call you about coming over to Venice and sound like y'all got a good flounder bite going on, how they get a hold of you. I mean, there's guys that don't even, don't even think about catching a flounder, bringing a flounder in. Wow. That's crazy. The big turnaround. Yeah. Give me a call at 832-338-9376. Catch it on the web at RJ Hunting Fishing. All right, buddy. Mike, have a good day. It's always good talking to you, man. Enjoy your time off. Rest up. All right, buddy. See you, man. All right. That's Captain Mike Jeffcoat in Venice, Louisiana. Well, I need to take a moment to tell everybody about Boyd's One Stop. They're the home of the supercharged, super slimy powerhouse croakers located right at the base of the Texas City Dyke at 227 Dyke Road. If you're looking for quality live bait for your next fishing trip, look no farther than Boyd's. From their tanks to your live well, that bait's as good as it can possibly be. And there's no better way to live your bait than with their oxygen response system. You can check them out firsthand at the store. They have them on display and uh, all their diffusers and regulators. They even refill your bottles there. But if you need more info, call Jason Cogburn at 281-701-8107. While you're by the store, check out all their wild-caught Gulf shrimp. The big 912s you're looking for, they've always got them. Great price, great availability. And then you can look them up on the web at boydsonestop.com or call the store at 9409-945-4001. And when you go by and see the good folks at Boyd's, please tell them Captain Mickey sent you.
Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. 519 here in the Bayou City. All right, let's run down to Tiki Island, Texas, and check in with Captain James Plogg this morning to see what he's up to. James, what's up? Yo, man, what's up, buddy? What's happening? Uh, going through the Morena. Morena. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, y'all see how low the tide is, dude. Yeah, they've it's been like, sucking out at night, hasn't it? That's been a strong outgoing. Looks like the middle of January. It's the lowest I've seen in a while. It took me forever to get this boat out of lift. Boy. And it's smoking in. I mean, smoking in right now. It's got the buoys laid over. I bet it does. It's strong incoming. Yeah, that ought to be good. I bet the water's all nice and clear and stuff. Hey, this old east wind, that ain't no east wind in no six, man. That east wind's probably blowing 10 or 12. Is it already picked up? I hadn't checked it in a while. I know when I first yeah. went on air, it was like north at about five at my house. Nice. Man, let's do east. 10 to 12, for sure. Oh, yeah. I see it's getting a lot of east in it now. 8 to 13 at the Galveston Channel. Eagle Point, northeast 14 to 15. So here we go. All right. Be good today, boys. Get you. Get your table ready. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know the drill. Yesterday, we actually called him yesterday. And we got, see, Tuesday I didn't go. I got canceled on like a week ago. There ain't no way I was going to go. We played golf right in the middle of the day. That's pretty good, but we're used to it. Hey, one thing about it, you go play golf in the middle of the day right now, there ain't nobody out there. No. I think it's cooler in the evenings than it is in the mornings. Man, I don't know, man. Morning's right there. What happened? The wind kind of died down for just a little bit for about an hour. But uh, and I found a little deal Monday. You see that picture of that triple tail I sent you? Yeah, I saw that. That's cool. Well, what was cool about that is you know ninety nine percent of the time you see them and throw to them. I was had a little something I was doing and I was catching some fish. We caught whatever we caught, maybe nine trout, some little ones. But he just came blind. I never did see. He just just a blind blind bite. Just I mean, a blind hookup, huh? How yeah, about that? you don't see. Yeah, you don't see that very 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 often. See him, and uh, and I wasn't looking in the sun. I, I caught that fish about like ten or eleven o'clock. I told my guys, "Now nah, got something good." I, I don't know what it is. And then he got out there and jumped. I said, "Man, I'm pretty sure that's a nice triple tail." So that was pretty cool. So I went back in there wading yesterday. I was drifting in a boat, real shallow. And we caught whatever we caught, eight, nine, whatever it's called. And I said, man, you get in here wading, it'll be pretty good. Well, the tide was just like it is right now yesterday. It was total zero. We didn't catch nothing. And, uh, man, we just bounced around here and there. We had eight. And it's like, that's noon. I'm ready to go. I said, look, man, I'm going to make one little old stop right here. <laughs> I was like, I think we probably catch two. And uh, anyway, we got out. <laughs> Dead as a hammer. <laughs> Just fishing. <laughs> Dude, and they start biting. Well, we caught two. It took a while, maybe 20 minutes, and we caught two. 
said, okay, man, I'm going to go back and get the boat. Well, I walked out deep and just make a loop just to go get the boat. I ain't gone very far. I had a bite, and I caught one. I caught another one. I caught another one. I said, hey, man, I'm trying to bite out here. Y'all roll out here. And it got pretty good. I mean, if you wanted to just stay there and beat on them, you could have caught them. And it was, when I say good, it was decent. I mean, you got bites, and they were, they were decent, bitch. I'm like, you know, there's no way you would stop and fish there. I mean, there's just nothing. Nothing. Every now and then you see old mullet or something. It's <laughs> just terrible. But they, and that was the middle of the day, and I, I specifically looked at the water temperature when I got in the boat. It was like maybe quarter to one, something like that. The water was 87 degrees where I said 87.4. I believe it. Man. It's whatever. It's 80. 84 right here right now did you so, get much rain at your house last night or were you already out for the count nah mickey i was out but that old thunder woke me up and I said, yeah i jumped up better look at the radar hell it already gone by me it was out of the <laughs> i said man it's gone but it rained <laughs> some i don't know how much i don't know how much but uh Man, if this is tough right now, buddy, you got to work at it. I mean, we got kind of lucky yesterday. <clears throat> but it's the same deal. And I was talking to Jay about this, Watkins, the other day. Man, if you, know, if you think you've got your pattern, you're going to go back and do the same thing the next day and catch the same thing, it probably ain't happening. You might as well just go somewhere else. I know. Because I had big visions, dude, where I was catching these fish out of a boat, and in my brain I'm thinking, man, we catch like nine fish and a triple tail right here. Man, I get here wait where you can stop and really present your bait, do all this cool stuff. We're going to catch about 20 or 30 fish. Not only did we not catch 20 or 30, we didn't catch any. I knew when I got out, of said, man, this tide's kind of low. This may not be no good, you know. But it's deep water right there. You think you can just, you know, turn around and throw out into the deep. You know, right. they may be there, but... We didn't catch them. We did go back in there about 11 o'clock, and we caught two. Oh. <laughs> so, and then the place that I ended up catching them yesterday, I ain't caught that there three weeks. So, you just almost just got to run your traps, man. And You know, they're yeah. little ones, of course. We caught a bunch of little bitty ones. But if you're waiting on something to look good, you know, back when it was calm and that big push of fish was coming, man, the mullet was coming, I mean, it was cool. Man, that looks good, and you get out and you catch them. <clears throat> well, when that weather changed and then fish blew in here, all that changed. Now you're back to reality. You just get out and you better hope and pray. <laughs> pray and spray and hope you get something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. Goodness gracious. <laughs> oh, well. And it never was really nice yesterday. I mean, it was supposed to be, you know, like 5 to 10 or something. It was okay in the morning for a little bit. It went by 9.30. It was already white capping. And about 10, it got the blowing hard. Right. As a matter of fact, I was, I was a long way from my boat, and I was anchored up off the stern in a really bad spot. And I'm like, man, I better go check this boat for it sinks. And uh, it was that windy. And then right about noontime, it, it backed off a little bit. It got down to about 10, where it was barely white capping. And then that lasted about... Till the time I got in, got through cleaning their old fish, they kept some fish yesterday. <clears throat> uh, it was already back, blowing really hard out of the south. It was blowing about 
17, 18 when I come across the bay. So this will be different today, man. How about this? You've had, what, maybe going on 10, 12, 14 days of that south-southwest wind. Right. Now we're, now we're 180 degrees around the horn there. Yeah, you better put your big boy pants on today, buddy. I can promise you it ain't going to be friendly. You know, I could have swore I saw something on the TV screen yesterday, this while ago while we were talking, that said Bush Intercontinental Airport had a wind gust of 90-something miles an hour out of them storms. Man, they, they were talking about, well, I, I hate to say they, and I don't ever watch the news, I don't, but Carol's gone and she had it on Channel 2, whatever that knucklehead is, not that Frank Billingford guy, but some other dude. Uh <laughs> He said there was 70-mile-an-hour wind gusts in them storms. Yeah. And I honestly didn't think – I mean, I looked at where they're at, and I honestly didn't think they would hold together and make it down here. But they did. They was using the Gulf of Mexico last night, and that thing rose in there. You're probably not too happy. No. No, I wouldn't think so. I, I, these uh, storms been packing hail and wind and a lot of fire in them this year. It's been pretty crazy. Hey, you know, you – you know yourself, bro. You know, you get them little old storms come out of Gulf and all that, and that's here and there. You get them ones in the summertime that's coming from the north, nah, they're, they're bad. Really not too good. That's that one that got us that time. <laughs> oh, yeah. That come, all that come out of the north. Oh, man, I'm going to ground right here. Talk. Hey, I'm in the <laughs> channel, and I'm going to ground. <laughs> hey, it could be worse. You, hey, them poor people in that stupid submarine, I don't know nothing about that. You know, I guess a bunch of knuckleheads made them a sub and went down to the bottom, but <laughs> they are wearing them guys out on that Facebook. Those people are relentless, man. Yeah, there's it's, some uh... guy. There's some guy put a picture of like your gas tank out in your front yard. <laughs> he said for thirty five hundred, he'll take you to the bottom of the Brazos River. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> hey, they're uh... relentless, man. Keyboard warriors, man. Oh, my gosh. What were those people thinking, man? That's like, man, I think I'm fixing to run the hill bank in a 14-foot aluminum boat. <clears throat> you know? <laughs> I don't get it. It's going to be interesting today, buddy. <clears throat> interesting. Yeah. Well, I got, actually, I got some guys that are waiting today. So maybe we got a shot. But all that stuff I fished yesterday, you can't fish it. You know, cause I got a 180-degree wind, you know? I gotta go somewhere else. Well, so we'll see. But man, my best advice is: you don't really have to look good to be any good. You better just run some traps. Or you're gonna be in trouble. Run your old traps, man. Where's all in mullet, Mickey? When the trout came and the mullets was wrapping up, when it was calm and big time, and everybody was getting them and all that stuff, what happened? To everything? I don't know. It's gone. I don't know where the mullets yeah. at. I mean, there were here. There was trout. There was mullet. There was shrimp. <laughs> there ain't nothing. <laughs> hey, and the shrimps you see are little bitty. They're just brownies, little baby. Yeah, brownies. we flip flop. We went from them big whites to little brownies now. Ben Hillman uh. was talking about that the other day. You know, they open. You know, the white shrimp season opens in the Gulf on the fifteenth, and I think year before last or something. You know, the guys were, were kind of crying because they. You know, the season opened on the 15th, but them whites had already been on the beach and done their deal. So they didn't really get no lick at them, you know. And it might be the same. 
be the same. So anyway, that's know. my story, brother. That's all I got. Well, I'll go out there and run your traps. Go through the motions, buddy. You got a hey. At least nice... I get to run new traps today with a different wind. Yeah, you got a different wind now. You can go try something different. Yeah, hey, it's blowing pretty good, brother. I can like hear it in your phone. Yeah, it ain't like it's calm. All, All right, right, brother. Well, hey, man, <laughs> throw them out a number. Somebody wants to call you, James. All right, brother. Full nine seven seven one seven three zero six. All right. Go All get them. All right, whack them and stack them. All right, later, yeah. man. <laughs> All right. That's Captain James Plog down in Tiki. And I need to take a moment to tell everybody about the 34th annual CCA Texas Star Tournament. It's currently going on. That's started Memorial Day weekend. It's going to run all the way through Labor Day. It's all brought to you by your Texas Ford dealers, Tilson Homes, and Academy Sports and Outdoors. Sign up today. Take advantage of over a million dollars in prizes and scholarships for inshore and offshore divisions. And 120 tagged redfish have been released in Texas inshore waters. And uh, you have other great species inshore to fish for, like gaff top, drum, and sheephead. And offer, you know, offshore, you got uh, great prizes when you catch red snapper, ling, dolphin, and kingfish. Just go to startournament.org for rules, entry, and prize information. And the Star Tournament's brought to you by great sponsors like Whataburger, Shellwater Boats, Mustang Cat, Dargle Boats, Haney Boats, Chris's Marine, and McLean Trailers, just to name a few. Go to startournament.org, 713-626-4222. Get signed up today. Live from the Twin Peaks studios, Sports Radio 610 presents The Outdoor Show with Captain Mickey Eastman. Good morning. Welcome back to the Sports Radio 610 Outdoor Show. All right, it's 537 here in the Bayou City. Let's run down to Galveston now to G-Town. Let's check in with Captain Sharky Marquez, see what he's up to this morning. Sharky, what's up, bud? What's up, what's up, buddy? How are you? Man, it's been a while since I talked to you. I've been sick as a yeah, dog for a you've week. You've been on strike. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I don't know what I caught, but it was brutal. I'm still kind of on the back tail of it. I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm sure... Yeah, I don't know. You could probably either hear it in my voice, but man, burning that midnight oil, buddy. All them days you were running offshore and everything, you just got tired and run down, and you get sick. It had to have been it, you know, because I had like that. That right when the wind picked up, you know, of course I'm off the water for two days or something, and I was just playing catch up, I guess, and my body was just like, nope, yep, nope. But I'm feeling better now. Man, that wind has been absolutely just ripping every day, dude. I know it, man. Just been ripping, man. We've been we've been doing a lot of downgrading to our uh you know, to our inshore trip from the offshore stuff, which is which is fine, but we're still having a good time catching some really nice fish inshore, but man, it is it's it's a grind. Yeah. It is a grind. It's an absolute grind. Catches some trout in the channel, you know, but you get six, seven, eight days of 20-mile-an-hour sustained wind, and there's not much clean water anywhere. You know? No. It's, uh, I understand. Yeah. A dreaded it's southwest. 
it's been an experience. I'm going to go offshore tomorrow. I mean, it's showing threes. It's it's going to be rocking and rolling, but I'm going to send it tomorrow, and then Saturday we'll probably uh, we'll probably not make it because it's showing, you know, fours and fives and whatever else it's showing out there. But oh boy, I don't know. Maybe it'll die down enough tomorrow to be able to get out there and catch some snapper and. Well, I see where your guys uh, finally on the updated leaderboard this morning. Jeffrey Kessler of Katy caught that uh, big kingfish for you, 44 pounds, 8 ounces. There you go. He made it on there. He made it. I don't know if it'll stick, but it was fun (laughs) regardless. (laughs) I had a guy one year that had a uh, 52 and made it till the last weekend, Labor Day weekend, and somebody uh, fishing out of Freeport caught a 53-and-a-half. Oh, my gosh. The last oh. end of the tournament. That was that was bad luck for my guy. That is bad luck, man. You know, the daggum king fishing was so bad last year. I think last year, like a, uh, shoot, I don't know, maybe like a 40, I think a 43 won it last year. Yeah. And then the year before. Or last, I think it was like a fifty-eight, which is a hog. That's a you know? that's a monster king, monster. <laughs> After seeing that forty-four pound kingfish, dude, a fifty anything anything fifty pounds is just a torpedo, man. It's massive. That kingfish hit the deck, dude, and it looked like it looked unrealistic. You know, I know just it. Being it uh, said, man, that uh, as big as that is, it should have been a wahoo. You know. I know, man. I know. I, I was a hundred percent convinced that it was a wahoo. It didn't start doing those weird, you know, any circles or anything. When we got it up close to the boat, it was, it was. I don't know. But when that thing hit and he didn't stop, and we were chasing it with the boat on a sixty-five hundred size spinning reel, you know, I was like, "That's a wahoo." <laughs> but man. yeah. No wahoo, man. No wahoo. Hopefully, it's uh. You see any good news for next week? Any anything about the weather potentially coming no, down? No, I wish and... I had some. Uh, <laughs> oh, some promising uh, cooler temperatures for you, but now the southwest wind is going to come back, and it's going to be in century mark temperatures for another seven ten days. Here we go. Yeah. That's a, you know, that southwest is so, so normal this time of year, and I don't mind the southwest, and it, it just is what it is, you know, it just means that I'm leaving from Freeport, you know, to make it offshore and come back in with the, with the waves that are back, you know, come back in through the trough, but, right. you know, I, I don't need it at 2025, you know, I need it at 10 no. 15, so I can at least make it. Uh, I understand. It's been brutal, man. It's been brutal. We've been catching some big fish here and there and, you know, grinding out some decent boxes. And uh, But for summertime, you know, eight days at 20 mile an hour, it pushes a lot of those good fish that's, that's been inshore and just kind of scatters them out. And it's, uh, you know, there's no consistency to it whatsoever. There's so many different water patches coming in chocolate milk and then real off sandy green and then you know there's just no consistency it's just get out there and every day's different and 
try to look for any sort of green or you know cleaner water that you can and camp out because that's that's your best shot at them well i saw on the leaderboard update too a guy weighed in a a drum that went 16 14 or whatever i mean that's 17 pound drum in the slot that's that's a man that's that's unheard of that's well i don't know that much about drum but that's that seems uh, oh there's a black drum category yeah, black drum category in the star. Really? Yeah. Seventeen. Yeah, with no flounder or trout in there, you know, you got uh, you know the redfish tags, and then you got the black drum, gaff top, and sheephead. Wow, seventeen pounds in the slot. You got to think that's only two more inches than the, you know, than your typical slot red max size. So you take right big slot red that wins tournaments is you know nine pounds <laughs> yeah you talk exactly. about uh that's big that's a big yeah, old that's, drum that's real big that's a big old drummer big old drummer big boy old drum for a slot well mm. well we've been we you know what we've been finding some flounder in the channel you know still kind of tucked into those those little pockets and uh and on those shorelines and stuff you know it's just because yeah, at least there's somewhat consistent wind, you know, at, at least in the same direction. And as it blows, it'll kind of stack bait on a shoreline for two or three days in a row. And we'll get in there and, you know, kind of kind of be able to catch a flounder or two, which has been pretty pretty trip-saving. You know, you, mm-hmm. you're just kind of bouncing around and putting a little variety box together. But we have seen uh, – man, I've seen more flounder caught with uh, – you know, more flounder caught in the last week on our boats than I probably have in, in any of the previous summertime, you know, summers. So, right. I mean, it's just, we're just trying to grind it out and, and uh, you know, have some productive days. But I need some, uh, I need that wind to drop down a little bit and uh, and Mother Nature to give us a little bit of a break, man. I'm needing to get back offshore and it's it's tough calling you know every single day we're the customers and saying hey guys we ain't making it offshore you know y'all want to y'all want to do something inshore it's just tough man i feel terrible and shoot i want to get offshore just as much as they do you know no i know it's just the way it's just the hand you're dealt you got to roll with it it's uh man it's it's picked up when i went on air this morning it was about four to six miles an hour out of kind of north northeast now it's east northeast about 15 to 16 (laughs) that sounds about right we're from southwest to northeast 180 degrees difference and uh still blowing (laughs) oh boy oh buddy Mm -mm -mm. well Uh, I was supposed to go offshore today, of course, but uh, on a on a private trip, and I was gonna go. I, I'm taking a, a 37.5 Freedom Brady White out. It's got quads on it, so I was just gonna full send that sucker. But uh, they called they called yesterday, and half the crew can't go, so we're just gonna go do gotcha. some joy riding around and uh, and take some clients out, and probably go get some some lunch at Pier Six and stuff like that. So. It'll be a little bit of a different different day than what I'm used to, but uh, that's all right. All nice right. break from getting beat up. So 
Yeah, you got to roll with what you got, bud. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you about coming down and hooking up with you guys and fishing inshore or offshore, give them some info, Sharky. Come on with it, guys. That wind is bound to simmer down sometime soon. And, and, uh, man, we'd love to have you guys out make some memories. Hop on our website. It's outcastfishing with no G, charters.com. You can check out our trip packages, pricing, and availability right there on our website. And then hop on our Facebook page, Outcast Charters, if you're just an individual that wants to get out. We're going to be posting some open boats, one for uh, Friday, and then think one or two for sunday actually we had some last minute uh cancellations and reschedules so we're going to get those uh off our open boat which is usually about 200 bucks a head to hop on and go go fishing with this man so love to have you guys check us cool out deal. god bless have a great rest of your week and you too to sharky you always good i'm glad you're getting better i'll talk to you saturday Thank see you so what's much, up Peggy. all right brother later we'll talk to you soon. all right that's sharky marquez down in g-town all right, let's go up to the Big Sam, Sam Rayburn Reservoir, and let's check in with Mr. Randy Deerman this morning. Hey, Randy, how you doing, buddy? Hey, good morning there, Captain Mick. What's going on? Oh, it's so hot, you can't breathe. The wind blows <laughs> hard, you can't stand up. Man. You get it one way, one way or the other. Even up there in the Piney Woods, y'all been getting a lot of southwest wind? Yeah, yeah. Oh, boy. Usually means that high pressure sitting right over you, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you're. Up. I'm glad you're used to it because we got about another ten days of it coming. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I don't know if I can survive another ten. It's so hot. I'm telling you, Mickey, you should not get this hot. They sent sent to me satellites up there, something, and uh, changed the way them sun rays come at you. I, I know it ain't the same sun rays I used. To Weather get. modification. <laughs> has to be something. I don't know. It just seems hot. It is warm. It uh, I I've been I was working around the house out in the yard and all that yesterday, and I said, "Hey, man, about." quarter to one i said hey that ac's sounding good and the astros are coming on anyway they got a day game and i'm <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna board up for the afternoon so i i hit the ac there ain't nothing better than that how did we ever live growing up as kids without ac i don't know I, I we really didn't even have it in our schools when i was going to school you know like in elementary and junior yeah. high no no didn't didn't but uh I'm telling you, it's uh, something's different about these sun rays. <laughs> I blame it on the. It's Saturday. called age. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. It's, it's something's got these crappie shutting down a little bit right now too. I mean, we always have a little bit of it in the summer, but it uh, it it has slowed up. <sighs> Caught a few nice bass the other day. Not not big numbers but some some really nice sized ones you know well that's that's good to hear yeah but uh i don't know i'm I'm gonna go build a few new brush piles i ain't fishing today and uh you know just not get too hot and See if we can get them back going, going the right way. Everybody I talked to the last couple of days, you know, they uh, 
they struggle to catch a decent box of fish. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. It's so hot weather and that southwest wind and combination of all of it. But how are you still fishing about the same depth, or they gone any yeah. deeper? No, I've I've got some piles that are out, you know, thirty five foot of water, and I go check them. You catch about the same, you know, most of yeah. the fields in that, you know, just close to the drop, you know, the, as long as you're in that, you know, 22 to 25 foot of water next to where it goes off, you know, that, that's just where they, where they get out there suspend over that brush and live. Right. We, uh, I had some people with me the other day, really nice people in the, uh, there were so many fish on them piles I could see on my electronics, and they would not bite. And that's I mean, um, we we struggled to catch them. It, it was it was terrible, and to see that many fish there, you know, I mean, I've looked at at the you know electronics along. I can tell you whether they're they're there. Oh yeah, there was a couple of them that were just literally had you know several hundred fish on it. Mm-hmm. And and you just couldn't couldn't get on the bike. They'd swim around a little bit, and, but they uh, they wouldn't hardly wouldn't hardly feed. I said, man, I don't know. The games we play, trying to oh, put people yeah. on fish, man. All right, Randy. Well, hey, if somebody wants to call you about fishing with you at Sam Rayburn Bass or Crappie, how they get a hold of you, buddy. Hey, 936-328-0864. All right, Randy. Well, thanks for the update, and uh, try to stay cool if that's possible. <laughs> Same with you, Captain Mick. All right, buddy. See you, man. All right. That's Randy Dearman up on the Big Sam. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have for today's show, but we'll be back in the morning bright and early, 4 a.m. right here at Sports Radio 610 KILT Houston. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.